photos. They tell stories trapped in time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of the Game Changers podcast. My name is Quinn Sergis, and it's a privilege and pleasure to introduce my next guest to you. His name is Akim Thomas, and he has a passion for photography, so much so that he has transformed this passion into a business. It's my privilege and my honor to introduce Akim Thomas to you. Hello, Akim. How are you doing, man? Everything's good, my bro. Great to hear. Great to hear, man. You know, it's been a while since I'm, I've been trying to get you on here. And I'm happy that you're finally here. Yeah, man. Definitely a pleasure to be on here. I know, um, I think Prizid was requesting right. me to be here all, all last year. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Definitely right. good to be here. <clears throat> it was him and then I think somebody else I recommended you as well. So, I mean... Was it like, recent, somebody recently? Yeah, somebody recent. I can't remember who. Imran, most likely. Was More than likely, it's Imran. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Man. Big Imran, though. <laughs> you got recommended multiple times. So I'm happy that right. you're here. Yeah, um, man, thanks. Somebody who got recommended so many times needs to tell the world who they are. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first and foremost, my name is Akim Thomas. Um, live in Barbara Fuasso. And I'm a photographer and videographer. So most of you can just classify me as a creative individual. Um, very introverted. Surprisingly, a lot of people would, you know, wouldn't really expect that because, you know, you're a creative. They expect to be more out there, but I usually just keep to myself. And um, recently, I'm like, I'm kind of new to the whole social media and just like creative space. So it's a big change for me. But at the same time, it's something that I'm adapting to. And I actually kind of like it, just putting myself out there. So, yeah. Lovely. Now, you yeah, said you're a photographer and videographer. Where did that start for you? How did you get into that? It's kind of, Well, it's kind of strange. It all started last year, you know, and things have picked up so quickly. Um, it just all stemmed from, I, I haven't really told that many people that, but it kind of stemmed from just depression, just constantly just waking up and doing the exact same thing over and over. So I work at, Rainforest Adventures, a zipline place. I don't really do much. I don't really go outside much. Like I said, I'm introverted. So mm -hmm. just getting up and just going to work over and over and over. It was kind of boring. So I was like, all right, you know what? I need to develop a hobby. I need to do something else. And I couldn't really think of anything else. I mean, I did drawing. Drawing is cool, but I get tired of drawing very quickly. Right. So I was like, all right. Yeah, I was like, all right, you know, I need to pick something else. What else can I pick? So I had a piece of paper. I was on YouTube. They were, you know, recommending things to like build up yourself as a young man. And I was like, all right, cool. What should I do? I wrote down a list of things that I was interested in. And YouTube was one of them. Streaming was one of them. Just playing video games. Um, and then I remember I took some pictures of my friends a couple of years back. And I was like, you know what? I'm just putting photography on there. I, I never really thought it would turn out to be something. But I just put it on there. And then about a few weeks passed. And then YouTube started recommending me photography. Like little videos here and there. And I was like, you know what? Maybe that could be the thing, you know. And then I remember literally I just came from up one day. I just went on Amazon, did no research whatsoever. I just bought a camera. It came down and the rest is history. That's pretty much it. Beautiful. I, I like yeah. how you just, you just winged it, you know, basically. Yeah, man. You just got into it. Okay, so since you've been a photographer, tell me what that journey has been like thus far. It, 
been very interesting because even if I've been doing it for a year now, I actually took a break for six months because okay. a lot of people don't know this photography is very expensive. Like mm-hmm. just dabbling into that, the lenses, the camera, the software, all that kind of stuff. And it takes a lot of time to actually learn all the stuff that you need to actually become a photographer. So mm-hmm. for the first couple of months, it was fun. It was something that I did as a hobby. I never expected to get paid from it. And then started linking, linking up with a couple of people here and there. And then I was like, all right, cool. I can either really push for this right now and have no money or I can take a break from it, work really hard. And then once I'm done accumulating some money, get back to it. So I was like, all right, cool. What's the sensible thing to do? I was like, all right, cool. let me just take a break for six months, took a break for six months. And then as soon as I was about to get back into photography, I was in an accident. So Whoa. that was a major setback. Yeah. I got hit by a drunk driver like what, three months ago, mm. almost died. And a lot of people would see that as like, I would see like a disad- like a disadvantage, like be really disappointed. But for me, it was more of like a driving force. Because like the moment I got hit, I was like, all right, cool. If I die right now, I didn't really achieve any of my dreams. I didn't really, really accomplish too much. And I didn't just leave that behind. So I was like, all right, cool. You know what? But the moment I get back on my feet, I get back at it. Mm-hmm. And literally six days later, I think it was after the accident, um, a friend of mine, Imperial Productions, he hit me up. He was like, yo, you know what? We have a wedding to go and do. A lot of people would just stay home and they would just relax. You're in pain and whatnot. I was like, nah. Painkillers, did the photo shoot. Um, and after that, that's how I actually went into videography because a couple days after, like three days after, it was like, yo, let me introduce you to, introduce you to a guy called Jadi. And I was like, I just go down there. I, I knew nothing about video. I've only been doing videography for about four months now. And to link up with somebody like Jadi who's done work for Bank of St. Lucia and all these right. other, you know, big companies, it, it, it means a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, we, we've actually had Jadi on here as well. And he was a great guest. He was a phenomenal guest. So, yeah, Yeah, man. I saw that on your channel. Yeah, man. For sure. But but I like I like that story, you know. You know, accidents or bad things tend to put life into perspective. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Um if honestly, I probably if I got hit by the vehicle, I I would have probably still been a photographer. <laughs> like I said, I had no intention of being a videographer and now that's right. like the only thing that I do now, I just make videos. So yeah. Definitely a best in these guys. Wow. Yeah, man. All right, so I know you do this professionally. When did mm-hmm. you decide to create a business around this thing? Well, I started taking it seriously, I think, after I did the current graduation. Because, mm-hmm. again, it was just more of a hobby. So, you know Father Nature Adventures, right? Yes. So, yeah. So, he's a really good friend of mine. I would just go out on little traps with him, take pictures of my friends and whatnot. But I would just tell people, like, you know what? I'm a photographer. But really, actually, I never really believed it. And then I linked up with another photographer. I mean, in Sneaky Picks Productions or something like that. And mm-hmm. we did the current graduation together. And that's when I was like, all right, cool. If, you know, he actually seen potential in me. And he's somebody who's been doing this for 10 years. And tell me, like, he gave me the encouragement. I was like, all right, cool. Maybe if I just push a little bit harder, it might actually turn into something. Mm-hmm. I remember I bought my first professional lens after that. And then, yeah, that's how it actually... I it turned into a business. It's something that I had to take a little bit more seriously because other people started taking me seriously. So I started to believe in myself because of them. Interesting. That that's that's nice, man. Yeah, yeah and I see, you know, the best businesses grow out of your hobbies. At least that's what I think. Because I mean it's passionate for you. You it's you really your passion. And you won't feel like you know you're necessarily working, but you're enjoying the process as well. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I think it was the footballer, Wayne Rooney, he said, like, if you do something that you love, like, as a job, then you never actually see it as a job. Yes. And I remember being a little boy and hearing him say that, so I was like, all right, cool. Because we only are, we only in there for a limited amount of time. There's mm-hmm. no reason in you spending a bunch of time just being miserable. Oh, I don't like to go to work. I don't like doing this. Like, find something that you love and then just try your best to perfect that craft. And then you'll never really feel like you're working that in your life. You'll actually be happy doing that kind of stuff. So and I think that's one thing that I really like about Zenushan. School in general, mm-hmm. school kind of like stifles creativity when it comes to children. So it's like, you know, you go to school, you learn, you get a book. You go look off his job for the rest of your life. And if you don't do something like that, then you they consider it to be unsuccessful. Right. Which is like a mentality I think a lot of solutions should break. Um but then yeah, that'll probably just happen if maybe our generation or maybe the next generation to come. So who knows? Hopefully it does break. So yeah. I agree with that. Yes. And well, our generation tends to have a different mindset where that is concerned. So hopefully when we become the age of well well all the professionals the world will have changed with us, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully that's something that yeah, we need to evolve into, especially in St. because, again, we have a lot of talent in St. I mean, yep. you yourself, you've interviewed a, a handful of people, but again, that's just scraping. There's a top. Yeah, yep. well. there are people that, there are people that actually have the talent, but they don't have the money or they don't really have the support from others. Or it's like, they don't really have any form of like, how would I say it? Motivation. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else in St. doing it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if nobody else is doing it, why would I succeed? And you know they were happy for America, like you know, may have more opportunity than me. But at the end of the day, bro, it's the internet, and with the internet, anything's possible. I know people that have gone from just like I always tell a friend of mine, all you need is just one video, or one picture, and you can be like the next big thing. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And with the internet, you can go viral in just you know a snap of a finger. Yeah, man. I I personally realize that I have a reels on my Instagram that have like sixty thousand views. Wow. 20,000 views and again I'm somebody I'm not into social media I only made an Instagram like what two years ago right I struggled to even get on that app to show you how much I really <laughs> know about social media so for me to actually like for somebody like me to do it and I know I've just come on it so far as people are there long before but they, you know yeah absolutely I agree with that so yeah. okay so I know you shoot professionally for businesses but, you know, some business owners might say, okay, I have a camera or I have a phone. Why can't I take images for myself? Speak to the importance of having professional work done for businesses. Well, first and foremost, it's basically just a, your appearance, especially with the age I would live in social media. Mm-hmm. It's like a suit, basically. So say, for example, you show up. That's the first thing people see on the internet. So say, for example, you're, take you, for example, you're a talk show host. Mm-hmm. And then people come and they see a low quality or low resolution video. They don't want to watch that. Right. Thing. So likewise, with any form of business, you also want to make sure that you produce like the highest resolution as possible. And a lot of people, even if with the, with the technology that we have with our phones and whatnot, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to do. It's just better that you actually just hire a professional someone that actually knows what they're about. And it actually just makes it much easier because then you can actually just market and say, hey, you know, that's the dress that I have or that's the, the T-shirt that I'm selling or whatever it might be. So it is very important. We just wait to have, again, just in terms of just quality and someone actually knows what you want and you can actually bring out like a creative aspect in that instead of you putting that win on yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes as business professionals, we try to do everything by ourselves. 
And mm-hmm. that's not practical. It's not scalable. You know, you need help from other people. And too often, you know, I see professionals trying to manage everything by themselves and burn themselves out, like you said. You know, they burden yeah. themselves. Yeah, so, well, yeah, I think that's great advice. Yeah. For sure. All right. Now, I've interviewed... I can't. I have lost track of how many, but several people from your community. Mm-hmm. What do you think is there in Babano that that makes you want to become an entrepreneur? Because I've seen several of them from your com- community. What what about Babano might cause that? I I think it's just drive. You know, like this basically. I would kind of say like it's an effect. So say, for example, one person has success and then you just, you look at it, you're like, you know what? I grew up with Dhamma. If Dhamma can be successful, why, what's mm-hmm. stopping me? And then you try your own thing and then you get success from it. And then he tries his own thing. And, you know, even like with, again, I'm friends, I'm blessed to be friends with some of, some really good creatives. Premier mm-hmm. that you see, I work with Tisha there right now. Yeah. Part of Nature Adventures. I've known these guys from since kindergarten, growing up. Um, I've also gone to school with people like Black Boy that are making music and whatnot, mm. so. Again, when you just look around, it's like, all right, cool. If them one can do it, we grew up the same place. We know each other. We've, you know, we have such a good connection. So then, why can't I do it? That's why I think there is in Babono. And the thing I like about Babono is people are very supportive. I don't know if it's because we're still a much smaller community and we're more together in mm-hmm. terms of like family and that kind of stuff. But because of the togetherness, you find a lot of people promote more than actually fight down. Maybe like in other places or other communities. I can't really speak for other communities, but I just speak for Babono. That's one thing that I realized. Like, if somebody see you doing something, it's like, they might not really feel it, but just the fact that, you know, you're from Babono or Foss or it is, you know, they just come and give a little support. So, yeah, that's one thing I definitely like about Babono. Absolutely. I love that, man. You know, it, it oh. always impresses me, you know, the togetherness of that community in particular. You know, I, I it, it's really good to see. I think it's important for the development of young minds, young creatives like yourself and myself, that we have that support. For sure. Yeah, man. Definitely. All right. So we're moving on to my personal favorite segment of a Game Changers interview. It's called the Quick mm-hmm. Hitters. Now, these are rapid fire questions. Um, it, it will tell a little bit about yourself, but it will also give mm-hmm. good insight. So if you can, answer these questions in 30 seconds or less. All right. I'll try this, man. Yeah. All right? <laughs> yeah. You'll try. You'll try. <laughs> All right. So, first question. First quick guitar question. Give me three quick camera tips that the average person can use to improve their skills. All right. Well, most likely, let's just say we're using our phones, right? So, number one is to always use the registered focal length for your phone. So, if your phone has two cameras, a lot of people, they try to zoom in. Whenever you zoom in, it gets pixelated. So, all you have to do is just tap on it, and it will give you, say, for example, 1.5 zoom or 2, 2x zoom. It's always good to use that because you get the best quality from your phone. Another thing you can do is to go into, like, the settings and just add, like, the grid layout. So, I I wish I could explain a bit better, but it's like, you know, it's a little bit of a square. So, just lines going across it. And the best thing you always want to do is always place mm-hmm. your subject in the middle of that square. So, like, in the head. So, for example, it's right here, you want to place the person's head or the eyes on that line. And that's basically just called leading lines or the rule of thirds. Photographers will definitely know what I'm talking about. So, 
it just gives a little bit more insight to um I think like just leading your eyes towards that. It draws attention to it. And then the third one's very simple. Just clean. Make sure your lens clean. Just clean your lens because you don't have a smudgy picture and whatnot. So, <laughs> and even if a little bit of a bonus tip um, for Instagram, do not add Instagram filters. It destroys the quality of your photos. A lot of people don't know that, but it really destroys the quality of your photos. So, yeah. Wow. You see, ask for three, you give me four. So, <laughs> no, I'm, I can, I can go I'm for very happy. Because again, I'm a photographer. There are a lot of things I see people do when they upload pictures. I'm like, yeah. But yeah, definitely. I can imagine. Okay. My next question, my next quick guitar question. I ask all my tech mm-hmm. guests that. Apple or Android? And tell me why. Well, the phone is a phone, eh? but to be honest, Apple. That's what I actually record on there right now. <laughs> um, should, I give a re- should I give a reason as to okay. why Apple or just leave it as that? Yes, please. Well, I used to be an Android person, but Android just, they don't, they're not really on, on the ball. They're not really up to the speed for me, so... With Apple, I know I get the latest updates okay. immediately. Latest emojis, whatnot. And again, it's a secure phone. I know if I lose my phone, I can just lock that and what what the person have to do. I can also send a message mm-hmm. to the person and tell them, you know, return my phone to that number, whatever, whatever it is. So yeah, I just, yeah. I've been using it for like, what, seven years now? No complaints. The quality is good. And the phones, they go to their resale value. So you can sell a phone from like six years ago for like a good price afterwards. Yeah, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. My final quick hitter mm-hmm. question for you. Who would you like to see on Game Changers? Well, you mentioned Babona. I've seen Babona have so much talent. Um, I don't know if you can see that luxury bunnies. Yeah, yeah for sure. He's been doing his thing okay. for a while now. Yeah. Interesting. Has, uh, rabbit studies actually selling. Again, at least like what? Five minutes away from me. So yeah, definitely. I think I would recommend him definitely to come on the show. Yeah, man. For sure. That's a pretty interesting business. So for sure, I would like to listen to that that interview for sure. Beautiful. Okay. So this is the end of our quick hitter segment. We're going into the latter half of the interview. I know most creatives like yourself are inspired by people. Who inspires you? That's a question because... Um, again, I'm not really a social media person, so I would probably right. see. I want to see the solution, but oh, I can't say that. Um, on the videographer, the videographer side <laughs> of things, um, a creator called Henbu. He, he's worked with Nike, he's worked with Honda, he's worked with um, the UFC as well, NFL. So he, yeah, he he knows his stuff. I just like the cinematic look that he actually has to his videos. So that's what the video side of things and photography. I'll probably say Peter McKinnon. Yeah, definitely Peter McKinnon. Yeah, he's a really, really good photographer. I've learned a lot from him. He's actually one of the first people, like when I go into video, well, sorry, photography, one of the very first YouTubers I actually watched. So definitely mm-hmm. Peter McKinnon, yeah. Yeah, I love watching his videos as well. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. into photography, but just as a creative, I love his, you know, his art and, you know, his creative process. Yeah. Yeah, I like the really fact beautiful. that he doesn't just stick to just photography. Like, you know, he just talks about a camera, but he also gives you like a bit more of like an insight to his life. So it's kind of like you can right, learn right. about cameras, but at the same time, you just enjoy him as an individual, which is just really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's a great name. Anybody who wants to become a photographer or is just a creative, for sure. Check yeah. out Peter McKinnon. Yeah, he's, he's great. All right. 
Now, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but what do you think can be done specifically to improve the creative arts in St. Lucia? Um, well, I think we... I know that's a tough question. I think they have just two things that hold solutions back a lot when it comes to just being more creative. Um, definitely, and it's not just a solution thing. I think it's a worldwide thing, the schooling system. School is very backwards. Mm-hmm. Even when I was going to school, and I can say it now, but then back then as a child, you can't really voice that to your parents. But school is backwards because when you watch it, you go to school, you open a book from someone you probably don't even know. You probably died already. Was he successful? You probably don't even know. Maybe probably never touch half a million dollars in his life. And then you're learning something from him. Then right. there's the notion that solutions, you know, you should go up the morn, then get an office job and work with government. And then if you're lucky, you get a retirement right. pension and what. But when you look at it, especially in the day and age that we live in with the price of things just skyrocketing, it's just like, nah. For me, it's not really a good way to live. And they have a lot of creative solutions. Like even if, even if the music, even if I doesn't finish music, for us creative, for us, you know, mm-hmm. we are producers, we have, artists again we have people that can actually draw designers poets all that kind of stuff but then in school it's not really expanded upon it you know you all you just do is just learn how to be a good employee that's one thing school actually has you become a good employee right. so definitely if there's a way that we can actually how do i say it nurture our children to actually grow their creative side so for example when i was going to school like the only creative thing i did was visual arts and even then it's very constricted because I would draw something mm-hmm. and then the artist would be like, yeah, I don't want that. Like, but I'm not drawing for you. I drain for myself. <laughs> I draw you. So again, it's very, it's very constricted. Right. So definitely the schooling system. And the second one, customs. Definitely, man. Because customs is, for somebody like me, who's a photographer who wants to get into videography, say, for example, I buy a camera. I buy a camera, five grand. I'm so now paying it like $800 to go like that. And then they just say they add in, they yes, say they add in some yeah. 1.5 tax to whatever. It's like, dog, like, if I buy a camera for five thousand dollars, I'm not going to play around with that. I'm like, trying to make some real money around it. I'm showing you. So definitely, I think there are a lot of people that I've I've spoken to them and they're like, yeah, you know, I really want to start my own business, but you know, I have to order that and that can turn this money and this is like, you know, it's a real hindrance. But the government, they are they are trying though, because I think there's a youth program where they're giving out grants and whatnot. But then even then, the piecing of that and how slow right. it actually is, that's another problem in itself. So yeah. Those are the only two that I can think of right now. Absolutely. And I agree with that a lot. And you're right. Um, the year Youth Economy mm-hmm. Agency, sir, is giving out grants to, you know, young professionals, young entrepreneurs. So I would encourage any solution who wants to become part of that to get on board because, you know, it's, it, it's really good and it gives you that bumper start that you would need, you know, to that input that can help you in business. And that's the biggest thing in business. I mean, if you don't have capital to start, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a struggle. A good so, help. And plus, again, it's, it's free. So uh, why not? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think you should definitely, if you're looking forward to that or, or you're looking towards developing a business, Check out the year, for sure. All right. Many people say that the photography and videography fields are overcrowded. Do you agree? So for videography, again, this is a new field I just entered. I'd probably say no. Mm -hmm. 
But for photography, yeah, I definitely, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. The amount of photographers they have in Solusha, it's, it's insane. But the good thing about it is that <laughs> there's levels to it. So it's like, you know, people that just have cameras because they have cameras. I know hitting on them and that. And then there are the people that are just starting off. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the top, you know, you say 10%. To break into the top 10%, mm-hmm. personally, if you ask me, I don't find it's that hard. It's just all the amount of time that you're willing to take to just put into your craft. How much, you can see well, how much money you're willing to spend as well. But money isn't, you can even say that's not important because mm-hmm. there are people I know that shoot on like 10-year-old cameras and they produce really good images. But then, yeah, it all depends on how much time you want to put into it and how much effort you want to put into it as well. So is it oversaturated? Yes. Would I say that it's impossible to break into? Definitely not. But yeah. Lovely. I like that answer. It's a balanced anyway. answer. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so we're winding down. Somebody is interested mm. in your work and wants to contact you, wants to do business with you. How can they get in contact with well, you? Well, the easiest way would actually just be through my Instagram. So you can actually reach out to me on Akim the Dream Photography on Instagram and also my WhatsApp mm-hmm. as well. So once you go on my Instagram, all my stuff is linked in on there as well. I also have email as well. So yeah, I'm also planning on setting up a YouTube page for when I actually get into a little bit deeper into videography. This has a portfolio for actually just run for mm-hmm. my work and that kind of stuff. And then probably expand into later forms of social media like TikTok, which I had, but I deleted that because that stuff is a whole different world by itself there. So, yeah, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. For sure. All right. So, we'll leave the link to your Instagram mm-hmm. down below. Thank you. So, you know, so people can, yeah, can check you out. I appreciate that. For sure. All right. So, a young person is fascinated with photography and wants to become a photographer, what would your advice be to them? Well, I'll probably tell them to find something else to do because, boy, that's self. <laughs> no, but like, in all honesty, it, it, photography is something, it's not really like any other, I would say it's not like any other art form, especially photography and videography because it's a balance between how passionate you are and how hard you're willing to work. Mm-hmm. And also, as much as a lot of people say like, you have to be talented, but, we're just going to skip past talent. But again, how much passion, how much drive you have for it and how hard you're willing to work because you can be very passionate mm-hmm. about it and you're not really putting out your work, you're not putting your work out there, you're not really reaching out to people, you'll, you'll not get anything from it and how hard you're willing to work as well because again, it's very expensive, the equipment's very expensive. You have to now put yourself out there, get another job to, you know, try and supplement and try and get, let's say, the camera and the equipment that you need and then you have to put in the hours because mm-hmm. again, for photography, it takes a... Now it's much easier with AI and whatnot, but it still takes a really long time to actually just break into the field because you actually have to learn and even you have to now know how to make the short format videos and whatnot. It's not just about making pictures and whatnot again. So yeah, it's... I wouldn't necessarily... Yeah, it's basically just a balance. That's what it is. Yeah. I understand. Again, I like the realness of that answer. You know, you've been very realistic. Yeah, Not just telling people to just enter it. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, people just say, go for it. And then they go for it. And then they struggle crazy. Yeah, man. You know? <laughs> so. Even for, like, me. Yeah, go ahead. Even for me, I, 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 I'll not lie to you. I, there are a couple of times I just, like, you know, I should just sell my camera and just find something else to do. Because, again, it's something that, <laughs> Let's say, for example, you, in, you invest $6,000 and there's no guarantee that you'll get your $6,000 back. So for somebody like that actually working like a lesser paying job, 
I wouldn't really advise them to just jump into it. Maybe you can start off with your phone and start off with what you have, mm-hmm. like a render camera. If I have a friend has a whole camera, then use their camera. But if we just jump in headfirst into photography and try to compete with the big dogs, then it's a little bit harder. But again, you have to be passionate about it. And that's, again, that's where passion and drive comes in. Yeah, man. Got you. I agree with that. That's, that's great advice, man. I like that. Okay. Let's, so let's switch back. For my final question, to you personally, where do you see your business going in the next five years? That's actually, again, with the way, like just the sporadic nature of my business. Because like I said, I only started doing mm-hmm. videography like three months ago. So um, hopefully in the next five years, we could actually be like a really big production company. Um, I personally will probably just be doing the editing side of things and sending people out there to actually record work for me. But then to say like, mm-hmm. I want it to be like a multi-billion dollar. Nah, I, I think that my problem is that I'm just a bit too, passionate about it and i want to have too much control over <laughs> right. what actually comes out so realistically in the next five years mm-hmm. i'll just want my name to be a bit more known regionally doing music videos or just doing you know photo shoots and that kind of stuff so yeah definitely just to just go in terms of like notoriety yeah yeah man for sure for sure and i i mean with somebody with as much drive and who is very realistic mm-hmm. like i know you are Based on our conversation, I can see that happening. For sure, Hi, I can man. see that happening. So, yeah, yeah man. I- I'm looking forward to yeah, that man, for Definitely you. when it happens, you go have another interview and then, uh, you know, I can come in and be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I believe For yeah. sure. For sure, you know. I always pitch my guests. Schedule the follow-up, you know, when you hit your goals. I want to see, you know, where you were then and where you are now. So, I mean, yeah, for man, sure. As long as we are, well, sure. not as long as we will get there. So once we get there and I have the time, then yeah, it's definitely possible. You can make that happen. For sure. Yeah, well. I look forward to it. Bro, this has been mm-hmm. a great interview. And to thank you for coming on. Yeah, you were a great guest. Um, I look forward, like I said uh, uh, a while ago, to you doing big things, not just for your community, not just for St. Lucia, but internationally yeah, as man. well. So keep it up and to thank you again yeah, man, for coming on. I appreciate the, the kind words. And same to you as well, man. Hopefully in, in the next couple of years, you're not interviewing people like me, you know, much more larger international people, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Thank you so yeah, very much welcome. for that. Okay, guys. This has been yet another Game Changers episode. I want to encourage you to like and subscribe. We are on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can get Game Changers. Download the episodes. I always encourage you guys to download the episodes so you can listen on the go. You want, you're on a vehicle, you're driving, you want to listen to something inspirational, download the episodes and listen to it on the go. Look forward to you doing so. Anyhow, as per usual, Thank you for coming on. And until next time, stay hungry. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.